we're holding on 255 in our Chesadikim. Amir Hashem is still trekking, hopefully, to finish it. Maybe we'll finish it at some point. It says, the, it says, the, it says the, that HaKadosh uh, Baruch again, he has this constant duality between the, ex, between the outside and the inside, between the fact that we have the Olamas Ha Elyonim, the of Tachtoinim. We have HaKadosh Baruch who give us a, a Neshama, that Neshama is done into the Boiroi. And, and just like HaKadosh Baruch who created the entire world, he created a, a universe on the outside and created a universe in the inside as well. So he says that this massive universe that we have is also in the external level. You know? So if you take a look at the last line on 254, moving over to 255. A person, God forbid, gets a certain machla, a certain sickness, they'll never be able to be the same. Speaking about the, the mind. Just like God created two light sources in this, in that we have. We have the moon and we have the sun. Again, obviously the moon reflects the light of the sun, but nonetheless, so too God has created seven workers or seven servants for the, for the human. Nichiraim means the, uh, the nostrils and the mouth. So the right eye is similar to the sun. Noiga is the planet Venus. Did you know that? Oh. So the pe, the, the mouth, the lips, the tongue are all daima to the what tzedek? You know what tzedek is? Tzedek is Jupiter. What? The Jupiter. The Jupiter. He's he's saying that within the within the the human body is a mini universe, and just like we have our our solar system, so too within ourselves we have the solar system. So tzedek is. Jupiter, Ulavana Lashabtai, and the sun, I'm sorry, the moon, I apologize, Lashabtai, what's Lashabtai? Saturn. Just like there is, there is a, uh, there is a uh, what do you call it, um, ozone layer. There's a ozone layer between the, between the Rakia and the ground. So too, there's also space within the human body. Just like Hashem returns spirit and brings, brings life and air, okay, breath. To a person within his insides and to his lungs, can't take nishmas ruach chayim min arei shabachas ve'agvia. He chalal shel guf. It's a very funny thing. I want to talk about this idea. Just talk about it more on the outside, which is this idea that like the human body is like a universe. I mean, we can understand a little bit better today. By the way, in science, literally the ability to for us to see on the micro level, to be able to take a little micro, to take a microscope and to go deep, deep, deep down in your body, it literally is almost as if you go up into the sky, sky, sky of Universe, you know they again. They look at. They are able to have tremendous, tremendous. Uh, they, what do they send? They send around like the Challenger. I think. They, I think they sent around different um, uh, satellites that have been taking pictures of the entire solar system. You're, you're already thinking small now. The solar system. That's our system. We're talking about the universe. We're talking about other solar systems. Okay. We even have right now. There's. I think the Challenger two. Or, no, the Challenger one is already way past our solar system. It's even gone way beyond. To other solar, other solar systems, to different parts of the universe, and it's able to map it out, and it, it's now not sending back information because at this point it's dead. But the last pictures that it had, it was able. To, you're able to literally on these tiny little microscopical things, you're able to dot different universes. And in those little universes themselves are massive worlds and massive planets. If theoretically we would take a look and to compare between our sun and another sun from a different from a different solar system, let's say our sun would be this big. There's another sun which is this big, and even bigger, and is even bigger. They're able to map these things out. They're able to measure from the, 
the light that's that it, and the light or the shadows that it's able to that's able to create, they're able to literally measure these things. There's other universes that are trillions times larger than us. It, it's a it's like it's almost a pachadik thing. People talk about when they study science, when they study specifically cosmology, you have a sense of wow, I'm so tiny, I'm so tiny. But the truth is, when you go into the human body, and again, you take a microscope, you're able to go deep, deep down into the quantum level. It's also just as big as any other universe, wow. as universes in the sky. I mean, there's a duality, almost, between the inners of a person and also the largeness of, of space. There's also a tremendous depth within the human body. And the truth is because HaKadosh Baruch created this duality. It's exactly what HaKadosh was saying. There is this duality between the universe and between ourselves because the truth is, you know, there's actually an interesting thing within the Muslim movement. Did you know this? That they, where Psalm Salant are held, that Torah's HaKabbalah, when we talk about Kabbalah, Kabbalistic ideas, mystical ideas, people only think mystical ideas, they think like, oh, they study the, the, the like we said before, cosmology or deep ideas, deep in Yonim that are the word, uh, phraseologies and words that you, have, you, don't, you don't understand. Right? They, they, this is what they do, like, uh, they have these uh, Kabbalah centers in different parts, right? Where they take in people who have zero background in Torah and they just throw around a bunch of fancy, you know, cliche words and, wow, it feels so deep and feels right. It's the, it's the or in soif, which is connected to the the seder heishtalshulis. But we have to know that's really a child of tzimtzum. Like these things don't mean anything to them because it's just it's new age stupidity that people don't understand. However, though, in the Muslim movement, Bersalif Lanter had a mahalach that Kabbalah does not refer to those things. That's that's called Maisim Merkava. Kabbalah, we talk about hapardes, the deepest levels, the deepest mysteries of the, of, of Torah, is Musr, is the inner workings of a person. Hear this? Repeat that again. Pesachlanter held the pardes, the same pardes that Acher uh, went in and went and went sugar, is referring to the human soul. It's referring to whether I, what I feel, why I feel it. We could call it lahavdu. We could call it psychology. Maybe even uh, maybe that doesn't necessarily encapsulate the idea at the deepest level. Because we have to understand that the human that the human makeup, the subconscious, is so much deeper than we even have an appreciation for. We think it's okay, hey, listen, why, why I feel the way I feel, what I do, what I do, what motivates me, what are my negias, how can I become a better Jew? Again, yeah, that's nice. But, ah, it's the stuff that I don't understand. That's the deep stuff. That's the real stuff. The stuff that's all the way, that's abstract and beyond. That's what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to say over here. Which is that we so are so, um, we're so drawn towards things that are irrational. Things that seem so abstract and beyond us. But if something is inter- internally within us that we could theoretically make sense of, and that we have more of a connectivity to, that nobody's interested in. You can't sell nice little red strings on the fact that whether or not you have an agia in opening up a business to steal from your, your partner or not. You, you can't do that, the Kaisal. Ah, it's words away the Ayn Hara. What is Ayn Hara? What is it wording away? Where do you get this, where do you get this string from? You, you tore it off of like a, you know, a, a disgusting pair of women's clothing. That, <laughs> that you can sell money for. To, to, to bless water that was from the mikvah of the Ari, that, well, how does it work? I don't know how it works. But to think about being yosher and being a respectful individual when you come home and to have to, to, talk, to, your, to, have to talk to your spouse nicely, hmm, that's not Kabbalah. But that's Kabbalah. Okay? It's, a, it's, it's a, the allure, as my Rebbe calls it, the allure of the, of the abstract, of the irrational. It's when things make zero sense. And unfortunately, people get to a point where the less sense it makes, the holier it must be. It's very scary. It's very sad. Adorable. The holier something is, not that it could be more understandable per se, but that the holier it is, the more it makes sense to us because Hashem expects us to live holy. How could Hashem expect us to live, you know, that we should be a mamlechaz kohan v'goy kadosh, or to be 
literally, Kedoshim to you, that we should live a holy life if it's something you can't understand. How else are you able to, hold, uh, to live by that? It must be because the truth is Hashem does expect us to live a holy life and is able to... And again, this goes back to the idea that within ourselves we have the cosmic universe as much as our cosmic universe in the actual sky above us. So,